Welcome to the Urban Uplander podcast. This collaborative series created by Urban Uplander Pet Care LLC was designed to facilitate continual learning. Join your host, Melinda Benbow, and her special guests weekly to learn all things about pet care, dog sports, bird dog training, and so much more. Well, welcome back. It's the beginning of a new year, and this is the Urban Uplander podcast. Uh, I'm super excited to be here. We've been on a bit of a hiatus, but we are back and ready for 2024, which for us, we are considering 2024 the year we do more. Um, So today we're going to be talking all about how we're going to be doing more with our dogs this year, how to get some of our clients out doing more, and just we're looking at where we're at with our dogs and figuring out how to elevate that. Um, so first I want to take time to um, shout out our Patreon members. Uh, we now have a Patreon. It is, um, I want to start over. <laughs> Only for one reason. I'm talking really loud and I can hear myself in your room. Yeah. Hello and welcome back to 20, wrong. (laughs) Hello and welcome back to the Urban Uplander podcast. My name is Melinda Benbow and I'm one of your hosts. Today in this episode, we're going to be talking a lot about doing more with your dogs. Um, Seems like a very generic topic, I know, but it's the beginning of 2024. And for Kyle and I, this is definitely the year we are calling 2024, the year we do more. So first, I want to take a moment to thank our Patreon members. We have a amazing growing Patreon, the Urban Uplander Patreon. So thank you so much to everybody who's taken time to subscribe on there and who is taking time to look through our content. We greatly appreciate it. Um, And today I'm going to be introducing my co-host. It is my adoring husband, Kyle. Kyle, do you want to take a moment and say hello? Hello, everybody. Um, As you, many of you know, I am uh, Kyle Benbow, Melinda Benbow's lovely husband and business partner and now podcast co-host. I am here to um, not only help uh, and be a part of Urban Up Blender, uh, but also do some learning myself uh, as a pet parent and um, a, a business partner in the pet community. Uh, I um, try to learn as much as I can so I can be helpful during times, whether it's any training or any events that we go to or anything like that, uh, being able to know the language a little more and ingratiate myself within uh, what it is, all that you do is yeah. uh, going to be helpful for me. And Absolutely. again, also being able to spend time with my wife is always good. So it's, uh, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to more of these. And yeah, this is our first one of the year. So I'm excited. Absolutely. And like Kyle said, he is such a, a big part of our business. He does a lot of our back end stuff that scheduling clients, setting out invoices, um, receiving it and responding to emails and text messages. And he does do a lot of hands-on work when it comes to our boarding dogs when he is in town, um, because he does live part-time in Alabama, um, finishing his doctorate there. So this uh, podcast is also another way for us to stay in communication. We do have 
a lot going on in the year of 2024, the year we do more. Um, so being able to talk through things with him, give him recaps of our events, do some planning. Um, and like he said, we are both still learning. Uh, there's a lot that I do have in my repertoire of knowledge as a dog trainer and dog handler. However, there is still a lot of learning to do. So just like Kyle wants to be able to learn more, I want to be able to do the same. And we do plan on having some more guests on in the year so we can bring more knowledge and information to uh, not just ourselves, but our local dog community, our clients, and anybody else who is looking to do more with their dogs. So I guess that kind of sets us into our episode today, Kyle. Um, so it's 2024. Uh, we have quite a lot on our schedule, whether it is dog events for our personal dogs, um, just some fun things to keep our other dogs busy and active. Um, you have a lot of stuff going on work-wise. We're looking at adding a few things to our business. Um, so it's a busy year. Uh, let's take a moment and um, just go over our dogs and discuss you know, some of the inspiration behind this episode. What are our goals for this year? What do we got going on? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, we are a, a very uh, big dog family. Uh, <laughs> we have we have definitely gone down the route of, uh, of chasing our dreams and, and, and having uh, big aspirations uh, for some of them. And, and some of them, you know, as we kind of talk about, are dogs who we've kind of gotten fortuitously, fortuitously throughout uh, our um they're all living, you know, the, yeah. the ones that kind of come about that's just like either rescues on the street or, yep. or, 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 you know, our, our free first dog. We'll talk about him. And then we have our, our, our investment dogs. And, and, and those is where we really kind of combine um, the business side uh, of wanting to run a pet city business to wanting to ingratiate ourselves within the, the pet universe and beyond just the scope of looking and watching your dogs and interacting with them. And we have you know, the, the, the sporting dogs, which is, is your specialty. I know you kind of got a lot set up for them this year and we can, you know, talk a little bit about them and then we can talk a little bit about our other special dogs who are yeah. uh, maybe not full bread, but they're, uh, you know, they're, 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 they're very special to us and, 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 and they, have and they, they need to the do more too. Do. Right. Absolutely. And we'll, we're going to do more with them as well, but yeah, we go ahead and start talking about some of the, the sporting dogs going into the year. Yeah. I like the way you put that, you know, we do have um, our, what I call the OG dogs, the original dogs, which are our rescue dogs, and then Fluff, our eldest dog. Um, you know, we do need to make time to do more with them. Um, and that's not to say we don't already do things with them. But again, our idea of doing more this year isn't trying to implement or, you know, say that anybody isn't doing anything with their dog. It's just to take a look at where we're at with our dogs currently and figure out how we can elevate their lives um, and bring more mental and physical stimulation to them. So um, as you mentioned, we do have our other set of dogs that we consider our work dogs. Um, not meaning that they work for us or anything, but because we do uh, have a job in the pet care universe and we do want to do more dog training and dog handling and sports, these dogs are part of how we show um, what we know and what we're capable of in these particular areas uh, in sports. So 
We do have Jasper. Um, Jasper is our field bred English setter. Last year, he had an awesome year. He accomplished a lot. He got into barn hunt and did wonderful. Um, he had his second year in dock diving. Um, we participated in Fast Cat. He got his B Cat and actually is ending the year as the second fastest English setter. Um, so we got to do uh, some more hunting stuff with him. He got his prize uh, in NAVDA, his junior hunter, and so on and so forth. So essentially Jasper had an amazing 2023 and I had an amazing 2023 getting to see what this guy can do, um, which makes me so excited for 2024 because now we get to take all these things that he's accomplished and really start to shape and solidify both of our understanding of how can we really tap into his full potential in these areas? How can we curate his training to get him um to keep advancing. So um, I'm really excited about advancing Jasper and seeing more of his potential through our training this year. Um, we also have Miss Mona, which is our GSP from Sanguine Moon Kennels. Um, she had another awesome first year. Um, she was a little bit younger in this year than Jasper. So what we could do and did do with her was a little bit more limited. Um, we stuck with uh, a little bit of hunting. So we did her NA test for NAFTA. She got a prize one, which is amazing. Um, but for her advancing means that we're going to now start um, curating her upland training to start working towards her um, her hunting titles in the AKC. Uh, we'll also start working towards eventually in the future doing her utility test through NAFTA. So Again, advancing Mona. Uh, she did a lot of show stuff. She was my introduction to show world in uh, 2023. Um, we were able to put a championship on her in UKC, which was absolutely phenomenal. But um, again, we want to just keep advancing, see what we can do this year. I don't think she'll be in the show ring as much as she was last year. Again, really prioritizing hunting for her but can't wait to see what she does. Um, we now also have Miss Eunice, who is our show English setter. Um, for those of you who know me, you know that I have been waiting for the day I get a show English setter. Um, I have a lot of aspirations within the English setter community and what I really needed to move forward is a show bred English setter. Um, I have dual champion aspirations, and that's something that you can only really achieve within our breed if you have a dog that is also bred for the show world. Um, so I'm excited. I'm so excited for her. We are starting the year off with her at five months old. She has her first dog show here in a couple weeks. This will be both of our first AKC dog show. We're headed to Oshkosh. Super pumped about that. We have a friend coming with us. It's also her first show. So I, I just can't speak enough about how excited I am to get into that side of dogs, which um, for me is a pretty new thing. So we also have some hunting stuff planned for her. We're looking to go for her junior hunter title this year, um, do her natural ability test within NAVDA. Um, we're going to do a couple introductions to some other sports, such as maybe a fun run and lure coursing um, and an introduction to barn hunt and dock diving. I will say that our goals within dock diving and, and fast cat are um, pretty small goals. She is a young dog and we do want to preserve her joints um, and her growth. So the high impact things will kind of wait for later, but that doesn't mean we can't introduce her to those things. So super excited for that. Um, and then we have Shug, who is our other English setter. She won't be doing as much as the other sporting dogs are doing um, because she uh, is not 
a potential part of our breeding program or another breeder's breeding program, we do have to kind of um, strategically plan who we are sending entry fees into for particular events, but that's not to say she won't be doing completely nothing. Um, she's a wonderful hiking dog. We have a lot of fun stuff planned for her. We still get her out into the bird dog fields. Um, she loves to run fast cat and she's dynamite at barn hunt so we will be looking to advance her titles within those particular sports uh and kyle that leaves the the og dogs so i think for us it's really just about getting them out and doing more they love people and walking and fortunately they live in a daycare full time so they get to mix and mingle with lots of dogs but um that doesn't mean we can't do more to to provide fulfillment for them absolutely no i mean um you know, it's 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 this this balance. Um, you know, for for some dogs, you know, they go on these trips, they're, they're training, and they require this um, this attention towards them. Um, and there's only so many hours in the day, right? And we run our own business, and we have things that we have to do. Uh, but at the end of the day, again, when it comes to doing more, it's 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 making time, right? Like like we do a lot of things, but we're not like every second of every day doing everything there's a lot of times that we do have time that we can uh dedicate and, and, and for somebody like fluff who's you know i think 12 years old 10 11 years old 11 10 mm -hmm. he's as old as our relationship so I, I the yeah. yeah right 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 <laughs> so so uh 11 uh for 11 year old you know this dog doesn't need like a fast cat right he just what the doctor says you know he has a little bit bad joints but you get a little bit arthritis. Yeah, he does have Make a sure couple he around. ccls so mm -hmm. yeah so you know for him it's, let's get him around the block let's you know lose some of the weight on him so you know his legs feel a little bit better and that's just something simple as that you know um yeah. tay tay uh, she's, she, we know how she is only. She's not a very good leash walker. <laughs> she also uh, has she dual luxating patellas as well. Exactly. So we have some has joint issues, issues well. there too. So, um, uh, we don't need to necessarily do things like that, but she has a stroller. She has, uh, she, she loves to sniff. We can, we can get her out. Mm -hmm on a little safari yeah. stuff like that so yeah there's a little aspect of that and then um um uh, 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 uh the, the the pit bull and she was a rescue um that we found and um you know it looks like she probably came from circumstances that makes her a little bit more of a unique dog to kind of work with uh and and and, and, and you know whatever she Absolutely. may have came through probably uh shapes a lot of her behaviors and why she acts certain ways in, in certain times uh and obviously you know we still love her and she loves all our dogs just she gets along just great but just like any other dog she needs mental stimulation so uh we're hoping to get her out more walks uh i'm hoping to get her back to running again she was yeah. my running buddy for about two years uh we did um the uh more than 5k call last year the lucky dog 5k yeah uh and she did she did really good there i think she ended up getting sixth place together um yeah about the, the third or fourth dog uh we did another one back in fishers two years ago uh so i'm hoping to do another one with her this year uh she hasn't been training in a while and I, if anybody ever <laughs> ran with dogs they need <laughs> just as much training as you do they can tire yeah. out they can sit there and crash out on you um so we definitely want to get her back into shape uh, and get her going again she's uh she's a, a, a excited girl she has a lot of energy um you know uh, so to be able to get her out and about will help but you know again these are very simple things fluff 10 minutes a day uh you know tay tay once or twice a week just get her yeah. somewhere let her stretch her legs and stuff like that and you know with the with the pit bull it's it's you know two or three times a week uh and this is just more than right. what we're all doing and and again i i think um um as we a little bit transition here it, it, it talks about like why it's important to do that because i'm sure 
sure they'll be fine, as you kind of talked about. They have plenty of friends who come and see them on a day-to-day basis, and you know, some of them are more appreciative of that than others, and think about fluff is kind of maybe maybe over it. But but fluff getting the to the day, age where he's like, you know what? I've seen all the dogs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is, yeah. I'm tired of this, mm-hmm. but but you're right. It's one he- of those things where uh, we have to just look at what we're doing, where we're at. We're mm-hmm. not trying to go out and run a marathon. We're just trying to elevate the things that we do with them. It's not to say we're not doing anything with them, but there's always more we can do. And like you said, when you have seven dogs, um, a lot of people look at us like we're nuts. But when you have seven dogs, (laughs) you have to be able to make time for all of them. Um, And if we're not able to fulfill each one of them, that's where it becomes an issue having seven dogs. Um, So we do have to look at where they're at and how we can keep increasing what we're doing for each of them. Um, so we can all live more fulfilled lives. So, and again, that's not just physical stuff, right? That's also mental enrichment. Um, how can we prep their meals to be able to um, give them more mental stimulation at mealtime? How can we um, set up a walk to be able to get more sniffs in and, and coordinate these sniffs to where um, they're mentally and physically fulfilling at the same time? So I love everything that we talked about there. And, and again, it's, it's going to be a great year for all of them. Um, but like you mentioned is, is why uh, we already do stuff with our dogs, right? 2024. Why do more? Well, number one, we, we are doing more. It's just naturally happening this year. We have more events on the schedule. Um, but there's also the importance of, like we've already said a few times, um, providing more enrichment in their lives. Um, dogs' lives are short, so it's super important that we we can pack as much fun in there before they end. I mean, I think it's as simple as that, but yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I think that I think that's the best part. I think, um, you know, we uh, as dog owners, it's it's the, the, the sad reality knowing that most likely you're going the dog is going to pass away before you do. So you get this dog throughout its entire livelihood. And, and that changes from, you know, say like a child or any other type of relationship, because again, you're, you are responsible for everything that this dog does, everything it becomes and everything that, that happens to it from, you know, beginning and to, to end. such a short amount of time. And it's a short amount of time, you know, and, you know, I, I think, you know, being able to have that, those memories and have those times um, uh, and, and be able to, give them a, a, a fulfilling uh, a, a life, allowing them to do the things that they are not only bred to do, but also like doing and, and desire doing is kind of the best you can do. Um, so it, it's, it's again, not, not just like, I just need to get my daughter tired or, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I just want to show off tricks when other people come over, but it really is kind of a, a, a connection and a bond and, and, and really, uh, you know, I'm working with my dog to hit a goal, uh, which not only that I want to have as a, as a, you know, as yourself as a trainer, but I want my dog to have as, you know, an, an experience. So, you know, yeah. they may not have the idea of what these ribbons and all this stuff means, right. but they know that like, I'm having a good well, time with mom. So yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. You, you want me to find a bird? Time. Sure. I, I'll find a bird. <laughs> Give me that hot dog. That's totally fine. And, uh, and again, that's when th- those dual uh, 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 aspects meet. It, yeah. It, it, you know, it's really beautiful. I mean, and like you said, dual dual aspects, right, is addressing the fact that we can have a lot of physical activity with our dogs, right? But if we're not putting in the mental stimulation aspect, 
our dogs aren't truly being fulfilled at the end of the day. You know, they need the physical, they need the mental aspect. And overall, if we are providing these moments more often than not to fulfill our dogs, I'm Thank you so much for tuning in to part one of 2024, the year our dogs do more. If you'd like to continue this conversation with us, tune in for part two. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Urban Uplander podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a like and subscribe. Don't forget to follow Urban Uplander Pet Care on Instagram and Facebook for more pet care and upland hunting content.